Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I am your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred November 16th. Today is one of those days that the topic in question happened on, but like, did it really happen on this day, or are we just kind of guessing that it happened on this day? Did someone keep a journal of events or something? Actually, that wouldn't make sense, because people were mad journalers back in the day. But, I digress. Today we discuss Francisco Pizarro. Pizarro was born sometime in 1475 and would live until June 26, 1541, but that's jumping ahead a bit. That's also actually about the extent of what I could find on Pizarro's early life with the exception of his parents' name, Gonzalo Pizarro and Francesca Gonzalez. I also found out that he was illegitimate. According to Britannica, he had little interest in the settled life of a colonizer, and in 1510, he enrolled in the expedition of the explorer Alonso de Ojeda to Udebra in Colombia. Three years later, he would act as captain in an expedition led by explorer Vasco Núñez de Balboa that was credited with the European discovery of the Pacific. And then, from 1519 to 1523, he acted as the mayor of the newly founded town of Panama. But adventure, she came a calling, and it was in 1523 that he made plans of discovery and conquest in South America. This, of course, leads us to the Inca Empire. The Inca civilization flourished in ancient Peru from around 1400 to 1533 CE and would extend across western South America. The Inca lived on the harsh landscapes of the Andes but would adapt to the land and as such were able to make their homes on plains, mountains, deserts, and the tropical jungle. I really struggled not to make a planes, trains, and automobiles joke there. From worldhistory.org, the rise of the Inca Empire was spectacularly quick, but they were also no stranger to conflict. They were founded on and maintained by force, and were often unpopular with their subjects. The Incans were subject to rebellions and war and the outside threat of explorers. By now, it is December 1530 and Pizarro has left Panama for his third voyage to explore South America. Their usual spot, Tombs, no longer offered a safe place to stay and so they ventured inland and eventually established the first Spanish settlement in Peru. They continued on and were eventually invited to visit the Inca ruler Atahuapa. Atahuapa was in the midst of a civil war which had divided the people and resulted in the death of his half-brother, Huascar, by his own command. On his way to the capital to meet with Atahuapa, Pizarro learned of this war and began to recruit soldiers that were still loyal to Huascar. The year was 1532, and on this day, November 16th, Francisco Pizarro led an army of 200 men to trap and capture the Incan ruler Atahuapa. The trap was simple, lure him into a valley just outside of Cajamarca with the promises of a feast in honor of his new ascension to the throne. 
Atahualpa agreed and with only 5,000 of his 80,000 men traveled with Vicente de Valverde, a friar, to where Pizarro and his men lay in wait. As they walked, Valverde spoke to Atahualpa and tried to convince him to convert to Christianity, but when he angrily refused, the signal was given and Pizarro and his men opened fire on the Incans. Trapped in tight quarters, the Inca put up little struggle for Pizarro's men, and the only injury suffered by the Spanish was a cut on Pizarro's hand as he saved the life of Atahualpa. The 200 Spanish soldiers slaughtered 5,000 Incans in only one hour. Pizarro kept his new prisoner alive as he saw more value in keeping him in captivity. Atahualpa pled for his life with promises of gold and silver, and Pizarro's greed eventually accepted the promises of riches. Only after receiving these treasures, the Incan emperor was brought up on charges of inciting a rebellion. It was at this point Pizarro realized that there was really no longer any need for Atahualpa, and he was ordered to be burnt at the stake. Valverde offered him clemency, though, if he would convert. And this time, Atahualpa did consent, but still was executed by strangulation, August 29, 1533. With this death, the end of the Inca Empire was upon us, and the beginning of the European colonization of South America had really begun. This same year, Pizarro would establish a puppet ruler over the Incans and would visit and take the capital city of Cusco. Francisco Pizarro would go on to establish the city of Lima, Peru in 1535, but would be stabbed to death in his home June 1541. His tomb can be found in the Lima Cathedral. The story of Pizarro and the defeat of the Incan Empire can be found in countless books and film, but perhaps most interestingly, in Despoilers of the Golden Empire, a novelette by Randall Garrett, published March 1959. The story is told in a science fiction setting as an expedition through space, before being revealed that every word written is historically accurate, just carefully mistold. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Wow.